Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. Oh, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm so happy to bring to you episodes every single week that will help expand your brain, help you learn some things that you can apply in your life, introduce you to products that will help you live longer and stronger, and introduce concepts that will help you biohack your life. On this episode, we're joined by Dr. Tommy John. You may know, you may be familiar with the Tommy John surgery. Um, well, this is, uh, this is Tommy John's son. Uh, he's junior. And he's a chiropractor, and he is has a massive wealth of knowledge when it comes to fitness and performance. And he is also a pretty popular counterculture figure, uh, especially on social media. The guy uh, is posting really frequently uh, against the pandemic. And if this isn't your style, if you don't want to hear this stuff, I totally get it. It's cool. You don't have to. You can look away. But for those of you that are really curious about what's really going on. What are the powers that be? How does the thing work? Who is this perpetrating against? Like who's taking advantage of this virus? <laughs> uh, well, this is the episode for you because Dr. Tommy John, TJ, really breaks it down in a, in a really clear way. I'm going to skip all the ads. I'm just going to get right to it. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode. He's got a lot to say. He's very highly opinionated and uh, I think you're going to get a lot. You know, this is going to be, this is going to be for some of you and this is going to be not for others, but guess what? It's all good because we're sharing ideas. And on next week's episode, we'll be joined by quantified Bob, Bob Troya, who did a five day water fast. So we'll get back to the classic biohacking stuff. But for now, I think that there is important information that we should know. And there is important perspectives that we should stay close to right now in this strange, wacky, backward time. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, oh, by the way, you should follow Optimal Performance Podcast on Instagram, and you should follow me, Real Sean McCormick, on Instagram because uh, there's tons of good stuff happening there. Also, if you haven't left a review, take two minutes. Just go take two minutes. Just send a review. Just like, hey, yeah, Sean's pretty cool. Hey, yeah, this is good stuff. This is useful. I listen to it every week. Five star review on iTunes means a ton. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tommy John. And we're here with Dr. Tommy John. Tommy, let's let's be uh, let's be upfront with everybody. We've done this before, but we're we're back and we're better than ever. So welcome back to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. That was just for your private files. Just admit it. It's all good. <laughs> it was that so that was private. That was so good. I just wanted to keep it for myself. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I like to start with you, you know there i definitely want to talk about spinal hygiene i want to i really want to you walk us through some of those some of those movements that you're doing some of those mudras you know gazing at the sun but um i like to start with the first question that i ask everybody which is what time is it where you are right now and what have you put into your body oh, i love this i forgot that you asked this this is fantastic uh it is about 3 p.m on the west coast i'm in san diego what I have put into my body. First thing in the morning, I start, I turn on my salt lamps. I have one on either side of my bed and I stare at my salt lamps for about three to five minutes. I have no idea what concept of time is. I just, I just look at them till my eyes kind of adjust. So it's this nice orange 
sunrise kind of a glow that first hits my eyes. Um, brush my teeth. I uh, oil pull. Uh, first thing, I have a ghee coconut oil combo with a little bit of hydrogen peroxide and baking soda. And I pull that through my mouth, through my teeth real aggressively for the next stage of events. So it's about 20 minutes. I boil water to make French press organic coffee. While that's being steeped, I shower. When I'm done showering, I have a Berkey shower filter, a Berkey water shower filter. After I get out, I put olive oil on my skin. So that's absorbed. So I take that into my body for sure. Then I go in the kitchen. It's now been 20, 30 minutes. I spit out the oil and I drink this drink that has uh, Lugol's iodine. I got nascent iodine, a little bit of creatine, like, like a quarter of a teaspoon every morning for the last like 18 years. Um, and a little dash of apple cider vinegar or fresh lemon. So a little acid. It's about 20 ounces of water. Take that down. And then I have a scoop of um, sauerkraut, so a probiotic food, scoop of sauerkraut, a little scoop of manuka honey, and a handful of like a, a nut of some kind. I had hazelnuts this morning. And so I take that down and then I make my coffee. I pour my coffee out that's been steeping for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And it is, I do a little baking soda there, a little coconut oil, some butter or ghee, raw honey, Sometimes cinnamon, sometimes raw cacao, sometimes nothing. And then I take that's about 12 ounces. And then that's it. I go across the street. I stare at the sun, listen to the ocean for about 30 minutes, prep for my day, get to work. I will not eat. I eat when I'm hungry and I stop when I'm full. So because of what I did in the morning, I'm not really hungry, even if I train and move a bunch. Um, so I haven't eaten anything else. Unless somebody brings in donuts or croissants or they're celebrating something, I'll totally crush a donut and a croissant. I'm no, I'm no stranger to that. But um, that's where I'm at right now. So that's what's gone in my body so far. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Cool. That's good. Uh, yeah, I, I remember the, the, the oil pulling. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, I forgot that you put baking soda in your coffee. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I love following you on on social medias uh, because you do not hold punches. You and I vibrate at the very at a very similar level. We share yep. the same opinion about a lot of different things, and I can't help but just watch you. You know, look left and then look right, and then look left and then look right in the morning while you gaze at the sun. Can you? You know, as a as a chiropractor. Um, I, I didn't really even know that that was a thing like uh, spinal right. flexibility or, or, you know, sort of spinal hygiene. Yeah. Um, can you walk us through because I, that's new on me. Can you walk us through some of those, some of those practices that you do and how often? Yeah. So there's seven moves to the spinal hygiene that I call the spinal hygiene program that I call we developed top down. So as we're growing, we develop head down. So I start at the top. I start with the top two segments in the spine. It's called the atlas and axis. They are literally 90% of the function of our body sits in that tissue that is housed by those guys right there. It's the brainstem. Like you don't want to F with the brainstem. So we have three neck moves. If you stand, you want to stand as much as you can, chest tall, ground yourself with your feet. Try to find your feet in these. And you want to turn to the left as far as you can using the internal muscles of your neck as far as you can. Back to center, turn to the right, far as you can, back to center. So you're basically just mobilizing those joints 
all the way down. And I mean, it's all the way down to your sacrum, to your tailbone, that stability is going on. And then because we're standing, you're starting to connect your feet to your neck. And that's a big deal. It's trying to connect the whole body together. So that's the first one. The next one is like ear to shoulder. You bring your ear to your shoulder, almost like you got an axle going through your chin. And you're not going to let the chin move at all. You're just rotating around that. And you're going to go as far as you can, never past the point of pain. Um, the next one is tucking your chin in and then looking way far back, trying to like touch the top of your head to the middle of your spine. So those are the three neck ones. And those are pretty substantial. And because the neck muscles have so many receptors and receivers of sensory, they tell the brain a lot of information during those movements. And you could become overwhelmed. You could be very like, holy shit, I just feel like I read a long book hmm. or I watched, uh, I watched Memento or Inception. <laughs> and I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> um, or, or Interstellar. That's another good one. Like, what the fuck just happened? Chris Nolan, man. If you watch yeah. Chris Nolan, game, set, match. All right. Um, so those are the three neck ones. Then we go to the full spine one where you're basically standing. This is the biggest bang for your buck, and everybody loves this one. It's called spinal rolling. But you take every segment starting at the top of the neck, and you fold it forward onto itself. So you're basically like rounding yourself up, like you're rolling yourself forward and you'll lengthen this whole big fascia all the way down underneath the back of your body, all the way down under your feet. And then once you get to bottom, you start to unwind, starting at the top of the neck again and you go way back. That's the one I do facing the sun that's just magical. Because if you shut your eyes and your lids are over your eyes and the sun's flashing, you'll see images on the back of your eyelids. No shit. And, and try to prove me wrong. You'll literally see these shadows um, and they'll make sense sometimes. Um, and the next one, number five, it's using your belly button as a pivot and you're going to lean side to side, like you're laterally bending side to side. That's the tough one for most people. Um, but keep your footing, keep your stomach still and you go as far as you can. And then the last one is rotating your entire body. You'll turn your head, look over your shoulder and you'll rotate one way and whatever direction you're turning, you try to squeeze that opposite glute and then back to the center. And you go the other way. Those are six moves. The last one is this cross crawl Superman. It's laying on your stomach face down. And you're going to have your arms overhead. Raise right arm and left leg together. Back down. Left arm and right leg together. Back down. It's this cross crawl pattern that we should utilize in almost all movements that we do. But it's missing and dimmed in a lot of people these days because we're just not moving as much as we should. If you want to put movement in perspective, a six-year-old developmentally should move about six miles a day. So if you think of that, like, what should an adult do? It's like, holy shit, that's a lot. Well, it's not to, like, the capacity of what the human being can, can withstand and, and needs input on. Now, I got those, those seven because we kept testing people in chiropractic school. It has nothing to do with chiropractic. It's just, like, basic movement principles. But we would test people and come up with pathologies based on these ranges of motion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, it's not pathological. Is it pathological? Or, wow, the inability to move can express something way deeper on a on an organ level or, or on an emotional level well shit if if we can just take ourselves through these ranges of motion and improve those then the pathology should improve you know what i mean that was the kind of the connection i started to put and i was like my god everything the body does so we have hundreds of trillions of cells doing hundreds of thousands of processes every second of every day no human could control that there's, there's no conscious man with a frontal, there's no way we'd mess it up. 
But that body, and if there's 15, 16 senses, senses of the body talking to the brain, reporting status and reporting environmental changes and reporting vibration and energy and frequency. Dude, we're supposed to feel that as a conduit. And what's the conduit? It goes through the spine and through the brainstem, protected by these bones. Well, damn, that seems to be one of the most important areas that we could kind of keep fluid, mobile, and very resistant to force. Well, shit, now I have to test it for sure. So then what I did, I would do those seven moves and I test to the extreme nature of testing. So I did uh, just those seven, five minutes of each of those seven, every single day for six months, nothing else, no other movements, no other than just living life, nothing else. And I would test myself before and after with these leg holds and lunges and pulls and presses, strength tests, you know? And my strength tests body-wide improved. So that told me, one, you can hit everything. Everything you're looking to gain comes through the spine. And you can improve foot to hip strength, hamstring strength. Like all these different areas get dialed in when you focus on the spine. And it also proved that if you just take any collection of movements and create an intention that's greater than an intention of something that you're going to try to possibly predict in an unpredictable world, you, sh you should be pretty good. So it's not really the, the choice that's it. It's the how and the intention that, that really is the, the indicative change maker, you know? And so yeah. I started this. That's why everybody's just like, I purposely, dude, post those same moves because that, I want people to be like, is that all you fucking do? And it's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically, you know, and then they'd see me or, or meet me. And they're like, there's no way that's all you do. No, it's with the intent behind it inside. There's bombs going off and there's high light, you know, coming. And I'm turned 43 and feel move like I'm 12. You yeah. know, I act like I'm 12, feel like I'm 20. So <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I appreciate you bringing that down because like, um, can I do that with my kids? Oh, God. Yeah, dude. And they're going to be actually better than it. Maybe not so regiment, maybe make it fun. Like, hey. You know, they can kind of spin with it, turn and spin or or follow the ball or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can kind of the object, you know, game friendly. How old are they? Seven and four. Dude. Yeah. You know, Joel Smith from uh, Just Fly Sports podcast. He uh, no. he does. He just Just Fly Sports. It's more performance oriented. But his his wife loves the book. She does them. And his kids will try to mimic mom and dad and they'll try to imitate, which is cool, which by the way, if I can share, kids imitate better than they follow rules. Right. So if you're trying to get your kids to read or play oh, with yeah. toys, you can't phone. You know, they will literally match mom and dad. So if mom and dad are doing it, they'll just they'll just naturally follow suit. It's like the cat getting under the woman who's doing yoga, right? Like yeah. living things wanna wanna imitate living things. Well it's and they're you know, they're both still in that uh, subconscious mind generation, right? Like they, they totally they just intuit everything. They don't. They don't. Oh. Learn, they don't learn much, but they intuit and it. absorb more than anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm. We're we're homeschooling now, and um, we're the 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 we're homeschooling Waldorf. So the the Waldorf, nice. based on the the teachings of Rudolf Steiner. Um, totally. And so we're doing, you know, we're doing. Um, uh, plant awareness so they can identify different trees and plants on our property and so we're introducing these new morning practices and steiner has a bunch of movement practices using a copper rod 
where oh, wow. they're holding copper rods and crossing their hands and then putting the rod underneath and then doing it like this and then rotating up and then you know the squirrel runs up the tree phenomenal stuff dude uh, that's awesome where'd you get the rods from the, the, we got them from the school so that's we there's, cool. there's a it. school here on the island and they they closed down so we're doing basically like uh, a little bit of virtual but mostly just homeschool but they have supplies and stuff and yeah, the 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 we're we're building slowly and carefully without freaking the fuck out like yep. morning practices sure. that can that can sure. develop. And um, when I went and saw uh, my son um, needs to widen his soft palate, so he's got yeah. uh, um, twin blocks because you know um, uh, whatever um, he kept his mouth open too much or just you know his his skull yep. is just trying to give him his the best opportunity. And in, and before he went in and got fitted for these twin blocks that would expand his soft palate and, and, and yeah. improve the shape of his head, he had to go get an adjustment, yeah, uh, um, so that it could be aligned. And um, the, the the chiropractor um, Matt so um, uh, said, you know, he needs to do more crossing things. Like he needs to cross that that center meridian to make that yeah. connection. Yeah. And and yeah. my guy skipped the hands and knees crawling phase. And did like this one-legged sort of shimmy thing, and I think right. that he missed that developmental process. Totally, totally. Yeah. The years of cross-crawl stimulus over and over and over, dude. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, so there's a lot of different areas that I want to go to with you, and you know, one thing that you that you that you sort of spoke to when you were talking about the the, the spinal hygiene approach was intention, and yeah. and being aware of what you're doing, and that I think is sort of a meta topic for for what's going on in the world right now and yep. what what people can do in order to ensure that we live in a free society going yeah. going forward into the next couple of decades. And so um, you know, before we turned on the microphone, you and I were talking a little bit about what sort of individual decisions we can make right yeah. now that will that that in their own way of having personal agency um making changes to 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 our own specific lives that are a subtle form of rebellion yeah so i want to develop i want to i want to kind of dive into those waters a little bit and 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 I'll, i'll set this up a little further before we before we you know swan dive into it um there's this interesting scenario right now where leaders of of physical fitness, leaders of nutrition, and um, you know, quote unquote, alternative health have become pariahs. You know, right. they've, we've become outcasts. And I don't have a degree in 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 chiropractic or nutrition science or you know, kinetics or anything like that. But um, I do have this this platform, and. Um, now the people who are advocating for stronger immune systems, people who are advocating for um, um, breathing fresh air, uh, people who are advocating for being outside are now suddenly in this strange upside down and inside out sort of time we're in um, are now outcasts and um, it's a shame. And also I believe, and this is, you know, Paul, the, the conversation that I have with Paul check really kind of helped this idea kind of, um, crystallize for me is that this is something that we just are going through and that we need to go through. 
Yeah. And when people are confused and scared and have low energy and they want to protect people, they want to keep people healthy, they're so used to being told what to do and what how they should do it that that thinking for themselves is challenging right now. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love to hear your your idea of kind of how you're thinking about how our own personal lifestyles and how our own personal choices are going to be the thing that's going to save um, save our future. That's basically it, right? Like everybody, and that's such a loaded, I mean, there's a lot there, right? But it's um, it's one of those things that, Right now, and as I told you before, we, we, we turned the mics hot, it was people are reaching out asking when the next protest is in America or when is a protest going to happen so we can put an end to this? Uh, when is somebody when, when are you guys who are influencers or whatever that means? Like, when are you guys going to pull together and do something? How long after the election will we have to wear masks? When, when is this going to stop? What basically like. Tell us when this is going to be over, you know, or tell us when it stops. And, and I, I started to look and I'm like, we've just changed into a different. It's a different question with the same answer. They're, they're like, are you going to save us? Like, like we've we've been sick for a very long time. We've been disconnected for a very long time. We've been lost. We've lost values. We've lost beliefs. We, we don't converse. There's no, we're malnourished. We're underslept. We're overtecked. And Vladi and I, my, one of my colleagues and very good friends for like two years, we had these conversations and what he was seeing in his practice, what I'm seeing in my practice, what I was getting as I was feeling people around me and sensing, I'm like, dude, something is not right. Like we are so gone. We're so opposite human like just everything the human is everything a child is when they're born we're just so far past it and call it unhealthy but it goes beyond that it's just like the wholeness of the human race is is just gone and i thought something scary was going to happen in the form of we joked where it's like aliens are going to end something or take us or it was going to be a comet or an asteroid or it's going to be a flood or it's going to be a I did not know it was going to take form of this, but we had sensed that something mm. very crazy. And I didn't do any research on Agenda 21, 2030, or Event 201. I, I, I wouldn't because that's not even. I don't. I don't want to know that stuff. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I don't. If, if I, if we all individually kind of take care of ourselves, they, they can't do Event 201. They can't do Agenda 2030. Like it, it makes it impossible. But they knew we were ripe for the picking because they got us very dependent on the system. They got us very rooted in. Everyone's in debt. Everyone's all linked up uh, artificially, AI, uh, uh, technologically. Nobody's communicating anymore. Beliefs in self, gone. Value systems, family dynamics, out. Masculinity, gone. uh, Divine feminine, women feeling good about themselves out that's gone they've been attacking i mean it is literally set up and then you throw in we're over medicated disconnected I, I mean and then we're malnourished we got gmo foods we got foods that are making us rotten like like wait a second so all this stuff has led up to to the taking we are literally um it's when like mike tyson's punch out when the your face is somebody and the guy like 
does a stutter and he's like, ah, and you go for the one punch. Like, that's where we are. We're all like, uh, like literally we're dumbfounded and spinning and terrified. And, and I, I am too, like, I go through that too, but that's what drives me to take this action that I'm doing on a daily basis. And personally, um, they're striking, they're going for the blow. They're going for the knockout. And this is a worldwide knockout. It is going to knock out freedom worldwide. It's to take it completely over. So now we look at, and I was talking to nurse Rita Rogers, which by the way, follow her, Rita Rogers Co. on anything. She's fantastic. She's an ICU nurse on the front lines of 13 years. She's a mother of two. She's a farmer's wife. She, she's just a phenomenal perspective. She's very intelligent and intuitive. It, it's, it's like two things that go, she blends them very well. Um, but we chatted and it was one of those things where all the things that got me into health in the first place, everything I've been doing for 20 years professionally and all the advice I've been trying to give people and all the things I've been personally doing, everybody is having to take an inventory right now and assess and try to make changes on everything resilient, grit, uh, uh, spirit, um, nourishment. It's like, it's those eight essential we'll talk about, I guess. Right. Like later, but it's like every, every aspect of the whole human is needing to be addressed and affected and changed right now. And it's overwhelming. I can't imagine that being something for somebody to go through. That's why it's like, no, no, no little bits here or there be consistent. I say savagely consistent with the basics. That's going to win every single time because you can always do the basics and you can do them savagely if you desire based on your intention and you can be consistent with it. You can repeat it. So that's what's going on now is the narrative is attacking our beliefs, our purpose, our relationships, our sleep, our nourishment, our breath, our movement, our outdoor life. Like They are literally attacking us, making everything be the opposite of that so that we're easier to take. We're an easier enemy to take, man. They're lulling us to sleep. It's like the poppy fields in Wizard of Oz. Put us yeah. to sleep. Take us, you know? And so that's that's where it's, hey, TJ, when are you guys going to organize a protest in Miami on October 16th so that all this shit ends? I'm sorry. When I'm watching Germany, millions march, which was fantastic, by the way. I almost like cry when I yeah. watch those, right? Or Canada or Australia or all these places stepping up. I don't look at those and think it's over. I look at those and think, shit, I'm not alone. Let's get fucking fired up. Let's go. Because tomorrow we're going to have to lace them up even harder because we just woke the dipshit giant that's trying to pull this whole thing. Yeah. And we, we antagonize that sleeping dog. But what they don't understand is they woke this, this dimmed ember mm -hmm. that's been in these ashes for so long. And they're, it's fueling, man. We're throwing like fresh fresh shit on it and we're dousing it there we got like good organic gasoline yeah <laughs> we got like rocket fuel and it is literally building and building and that's the shit that's going to change stop this it's the individual changes we make on the daily basis to everything we have in life every single one of us has to individually make those decisions you guys made a decision as a family to move where you moved you're doing the waldorf school you're doing this morning practices. You're totally taking as an individual. Sean, I can't do what you do because I'm not you. So my formula may be different. It might not be the island you move to. Mine might be, or my morning practices are going to be, or my, but that's going to be different where my line is drawn. 
And then the teacher in the Midwest is going to have to make something different. And the person who has two special needs kids is going to have to do something. And the senator from New York is going to have to do something different. But each one of us has to assess and take that inventory. What does it mean? What do you stand for? What do you believe in? What do you value? And what do you need? And what are you willing to literally die for? Yeah. What is mine? You know, and I know you can answer it and I can answer it. I, people are going to have to make that difficult answer to that question. Yeah, well, that, you've laid that out really nicely. And there's there's so much in there to unpack. I, I think sure. the th I think the thing that a lot of folks, you know, listeners of this podcast um, who have gone, uh, who have stuck with me and they do, and they're growing. There are more and more people listening to, to, to the optimal performance podcast because, um, it has become platforms for people like you to speak truth to power. And, uh, so they're, they're not going to be, uh, surprised by any of this, but they're going yeah. to resonate with it. I think the one thing, um, you know, as we go back and forth on this is that I think that people um, they don't really know who they are. You know, they, yeah. they, they really can't put their finger on um, who they, who the man is, who are the perpetrators of, of this, um, of this overtake. Right. And, and I, and, and it's, and it's tough to point specifically at three letter right. organizations or certain billionaires or whatever, right. but anywhere there's a conflict of interest, there's a clue. And so I, I would love to hear your thoughts on, on how we can conceive of who they are and, and begin to unpack that so that we can know our masters um, and, uh, and, and, and become, become aware of the bullshit and be able to identify it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's literally like, what, what in life are you exposed to? Like what? Hmm. Because they don't, well, they, they, right? Like self-sustainability ruins they. Yes. So, Bar bartering, bartering for milk and eggs. Game over. Yeah. They, they like, lose. Uh, uh, like oregano oil on your feet when you have a, <laughs> uh, a tooth, uh, an ear infection, that, right. So it literally is like, okay, what all do we have? Like, what are the products we need? And that's where I came with those eight essentials. What is essential? Like, what the fuck do we need? I don't even know. So tie it back to, okay, spirituality. Are churches involved? Sounds like it. Maybe. Do, do you know what I mean? Maybe the Catholic. I don't, I don't know. But like, okay, purpose. Hmm. What's somebody's purpose? Their uh the economics, the, the the job, their 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 craft or whatever. Okay, corporations. That that's good. They have to answer this, but it gives you kind of an idea, right? Um, relationships. What attacks relationships more than it's like the the distraction of value of self to not know who you're attracting. Maybe it's like the ads. The ads of what they're saying to you to be a tr to be drawn to something or, or be confused by something like maybe I do want that. Maybe I don't like what I have at home or maybe I'm not happy or maybe I'm not or maybe this porn site that I'm on all day. You know what I mean? That they, they can kind of have access to. It's like literally. OK, the relationships. Who's that? Sleep. Netflix. I, I mean, shit. Netflix has ruined some nights of my sleep yeah. because we have. This. now we're finding out some more sinister shit behind them and who controls them ah okay uh what do we got breath meditation prayer back to 
back to the uh, spirituality. So we got churches, but like they're attacking the belief in the greater in the greater of ourself. How so? Maybe bringing medical in to act like gods. What do you mean? Medical? Oh, we know how your immune system works. We know the nature of the body. We're going to try to block out clouds. We're going to try to hide the sun. We're going to try to wait. You mean like godlike stuff? Oh, now you start checking who you're meditating to or who you're praying to because you're basically praying to these to these things, these these entities, right? Because they've they've created you to need them or to feel like you need them. Outdoor space. Every fucking thing. My hobbies are free for the most part. But now it's like they're taking like a simple a simple area and like making it chargeable or making it commercial or making it it's like god damn man you guys are just where well, i just want to go in the ocean or i just want to go in a forest or i just want to go in a desert now now it's like who's controlling that plot there okay now we got nourishment oh my god this is a big dog big agriculture right uh i'll, I'll tell them uh think about this 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 should get you to think the extent of what we're talking about again these are just start off points and then you got to look at who are the parents of those babies or those infants, because those are infants in this in this game. <laughs> there's there's above that um, local uh, farm I frequent in Iowa. Wallacefarms.com. It's the only farm I trust because I've met them. I know the family. I've toured the farm. I it, it's a place that I've seen how they raise and I know how they do it. That That's the thing. And you need to develop a relationship, either grow your own shit, raise your own shit, or know where your shit's coming from. But a grocery store is, is just gone. It, it's just over. Um, localharvest.org, by the way, to find a local farm in your area. That's a good way to, to kind of – localharvest.org is a place you can tour farms and see who's really doing it right, who will let you see, and who will be transparent with their practices. But Wallace Farms – the dude, uh, the dad was one of the first ones to go grass fed. And then the son healed himself from stage four lymphoma through nutrition. Weston A. Price principles. So a lot of good saturated fat from good clean animals, good fermented foods, raw dairy. Like it was some really cool shit that was kind of fringe, you know, especially with how we're being taught we're supposed to eat from the FDA. Mm. Okay. So now he got hit by an inland hurricane. Did you hear about this? No. There was a hurricane in the Midwest, Sean, a hurricane. Don't hurricanes what? need water? What the fuck? <laughs> so find it like an inland hurricane. Well, his store online, everyone's just like, yo, TJ, Wallace Farms didn't have any organ meats. Yo, TJ, the store's like stripped. Are they out of business? Yo, And the, the logo changed. So I contact him. I text him like, Nick, you, what's going on? And he's like, no, dude, we got hit. Seven pictures sent to me silos over corn waved out uh 39 chickens out of like 90 were killed he's like luckily the freezers were safe cattle was safe we got so i didn't know where he sat on this so i start probing hey bud you ever seen anything like that and because my my mind goes now now i don't trust anything yeah. I, I don't I, I, you know what i mean i'm yeah. so they're getting me to question every ounce of everything that i'm like very aware so I said, uh, Nick, you ever seen that? No. No. He goes, nope. So I knew he kind of answered in a way that was asking me to ask more. <laughs> so I go, um, okay. Uh, thoughts? Question mark. And he goes, how far down this hole you want to go? I'm like, oh, let's yes. go. Please. <laughs> yeah. 
So again, I was like, dude, you got to get on my podcast, please. And he's like, no, he's like 50% of my clientele doesn't, doesn't think this way. And I don't, if you could do a voice disguiser and all this shit anyway, but he said, uh, storm was engineered. He's like the way clouds rolled in the way everything. And everyone's like engineered storms. You conspiracy dude, look up harp. Like, like, I mean, it's just, it's out there. They've been able to, to do this, um, for a while now. You remember the movie Remo Williams? No. Damn it. All right. So it's an 80s. It's such a it's such a cult like 80s. This guy gets trained by this like Asian master and he teaches him to walk on water and all this stuff. But he has to go in and assassinate this dude who runs this program called Harp and it's weather control. This was 84. Wait, 84. That right. Like so. So again, some really crazy kind of connections that now we're seeing like shit we're 26 years forward or you know what i mean or 36 years like this is this is pretty gnarly stuff um but again this was just a the big agriculture why would they not want a local farm to serve food why would they want to kill crops because they can make food in labs they can create you know the 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 plant burger whatever the fuck that is made out of babies or you know i mean whatever however far down you want to go with that and it's like holy shit okay nourishment fine body movement what's the last one i mean kind of restricting your ability to go do anything really basically it's like try to get you to fear fear everything's going to be virtual Uh, again i talked to a senate a person running for senate they gates cuomo the whole bit they want no school brick and mortar schools gone okay so if we take the essentials of our life being threatened and those people getting in and trying to like distract us or control those essentials, if we just go down and look at who then maybe runs those, and that's a place I don't even know. It's so far into, I don't even know how to fantasize that deep. You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how dark because I'm not a dark person. Like, I don't think, I just know with so much darkness, there is this huge massive light. And it's like, how can we go? All I know is there are many people I know, one, who have spoken out against uh, the shots, the V's, right? And who have spoken out against other things, and they've died or killed themselves. This is forever. So it's one of those things that it's scary how much you want to divulge. I'm willing to fall on my sword because I just, it's it's humanity, right? I, I just... Just like they, it's it's something that is for the greater of this, that that's what we're a part of. That's our service. And right now, everything's coming to a point that if you are in health and you aren't speaking the fuck up, sell paper. Go to Dunder Mifflin, sell paper. You know, yeah. the, the Dunder Mifflin siren. Like, it, it's bothering me that, that, like, there's people being quiet and not do, doing that. And I get it. But right now, this is what you've been through. You went through everything to get to this point right now. Here's the thing. I live away. That there's nothing they can take from me other than just my life. If somebody just came in and just knocked me out because I've, I've, I've disintegrated and uprooted out of the system. I don't have other than like, well, I mean, you have Internet or electricity or a house or I have a rent or I, I do drive a car or, you know, I mean, I get gas. But like you could take all that stuff away. I'd figure out how to go. Uh, hospital. So I try to be my healthiest self. Have I, have I healed from stuff? Have I gotten sick or have I, yeah, I don't call it getting sick. I just call it expressing symptoms and I've healed and come through and gone. I just become not dependent as much on the system as I can, as much as you can become self-sufficient 
that's what you want to do. I quit Netflix three months ago. I shut down a lot of stuff. It, it's just, um, they, th there's a reason, you know, Amazon wants you to, to just stay in your house and order and order stuff. They, yeah. they want schools from, you know, virtual. They, they want you to think that you, your health comes in a vial, you know, with a needle on the end of it. And they want those things. So as far as how, how high up does it go? I've stopped. Um, I've stopped trying to probe the deep nature because I'm just like, you know what? I can't control the gross dark. Like I can't control them, but I can control my resistance and response to them. So I'll just focus on myself and, and just really try to make myself really hard to take over. Yeah. And like that, that's what I'm going to try to do. <clears throat> I think that's, I, that's brilliant. And that, you know, that, that sentiment has been echoed more than I ever in the last, you know, since, since this shit show started, you know, since yeah. this, um, you know, uh, Troy Casey certified health nut moved to Sedona, you know, Paul check, um, moved, um, Drew Canoli from Organifi moved, you know. They were all in California, correct? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all in California. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan moves to Texas, you know. Yeah. Like made that they're those 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 guys made made a conscious choice. I myself made a conscious choice to to move out to have some acreage so that I could have chickens and a big ass garden and oh. Um, alternative energy so that, you know, if shit really gets squirrely, I, I can heat my house and we can stay warm. And, sure. and th that in and of itself um, puts you in a certain mindset, you know, yeah. that, that is, th that that's like borderline sort of getting into sort of prepper territory, which used to be like, Oh, those people are wackos, you know? Oh. And now, and now, if you don't have a bug out bag, if you don't have MREs for a month in a backpack ready to go, then you're not really thinking far enough ahead. Like you're right. and, and it, and it, you know, it amplifies when you have children and for, for myself and for a lot of the people that I really look up to, it's like how, how, for the things that you can control, right? You, you, you cannot, you can't necessarily control the decisions of the world health organization or the cdc you know voting uh fucking voting i can't i mean i can't i can't even i can't even dude no i know <laughs> I, just, I i'm not i'm i haven't said this publicly and i don't really give a shit anymore i'm i'm not voting i'm just not voting i, I mean i that's I've that's never, that's i've never voted <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like i like I'm not gonna. I know I don't want to participate. I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna grow cucumbers instead. <laughs> so, so like you know, uh, um, there there are certain there are certain things that we can do, and we have the luxury of maybe it's a luxury or maybe just a just a modern um, affectation is like we can reach people online. So you you can help people. You can you can speak truth to power. You can you can share your your truth that is well informed and what well researched that is aimed at personal empowerment for people to do whatever they've got to do to like make it and that's what you can do and in the meantime making preparations for your physical self for your physical health you know stock up on tinctures grow your own medicine you know like 
these these sorts of skills that now I'm learning and, and now teaching my children, you know, foraging for mushrooms and, you know, learning how to um, learning how to fish and, you know, identifying, you know, medicine in the woods and stuff like that is is it, it's it's a little Captain Fantastic, you know, oh, fantastic uh, movie. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's a little it's a little Captain Fantastic. And it's also, um, I think, what what's what's required just to keep my sanity and to keep my head on straight. And in the meantime, I'm going to do my diligence. I'm going to stay informed and I'm going to advocate where I can. You know, the the I'm curious, you know, I, th- I think that you and I probably follow a lot of the same folks and are inspired by their content. But I think for those for those folks that maybe don't know a short list of of people that you follow and that you really love on online, like like who who do you really look to for who do you vibe with? So uh, give me some. So greenmedinfo.com. That's Sayer G's, uh, and and he got knocked off Instagram. I mean, if that doesn't, the dude's been around. It's such a huge network of information. GreenMedInfo.com. Sayer G is the creator. Um, he's married to Dr. Kelly Brogan. She's another one. Um, fantastic holistic psychiatrist. Um, some of her mentors, one of her mentors, Dr. Thomas Cowan, C-O-W-A-N. He dropped a bomb in March that said you can't catch viruses and it's not possible. And then he dropped EMF sickness on historically. I, I mean, it was just like I, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. He's a fantastic dude. Uh, Zach Bush. If you can't talk, listen to Dr. Zach Bush and talk and not come out like peacefully, <laughs> like yeah. grounded, the dude's voice, the way he phrases. Uh, Luke Story. Uh, Chef Pete Evans. Chef Pete Evans is, is knocking around in Australia and just doing some amazing things. Dr. Joe Yi, J-O, and then Y-I, another holistic psychiatrist. Uh, Mercola, Dr. Mercola and, and uh, Aaron at Health Nut News, his girlfriend or wife, I, I don't know what she is, but she's fantastic. Um, hold on, stay with me. Uh, and I'm going to get some, oh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, uh, Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Christian Northrup. Um, she's a fantastic one. Um, uh, oh, Charles Eisenstein, dude, go find him, follow his shit, read his shit. He's so dialed in on this. He might not be as outspoken as some of the others, but he, he is, he's, he's in it. He's in it. Um, Ali Zek and Alec Zek. Ali was healed herself with dr kelly brogans who was she was massively suicidal and knows sinister shit and big pharma and has done and has bottomed out and then her son a systems engineer alex zek systems engineer graduate from west point he's dug in and done some stuff um yeah and he he knows some people that know some people that can't be named and for the good mm-hmm. you know what i mean so we, we like are infiltrating like the good um yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, Senator, a person running for Senator Liz Glass, New York State Senate. She is fighting against vaccines, contact tracing, uh, 5G, doing some other things there. Weston A. Price, follow Weston A. Price. Uh, Udo Erasmus, right? He's a big one, like, like you had him on. Um, uh, Dr. Jack Cruz, K R U S E, he's a big light guy. 
and he's starting to light up a little bit and mouth off. I mean, there's some people getting stirred up that are they're kind of pissed off and not taking this anymore. Um, those are some great things to, to look at. Oh, questioningcovid.com. That's a big one made by Sayer G and Kelly Brogan. And then I just met this dude on the side of the road. He had a sign. He was all by himself. He didn't want to be on camera. He didn't want to do an interview because he's like, it's not about me. He was protesting everything that's going on. And he's like, it's not about me. I'm my heart's breaking for the children and the effect that it's going to have on the children because they're attacking kids. They're attacking kids blatantly right now. And I said, dude, you're fan, you're you're the money. Can I at least take a picture of your site and promote it? He's like, oh, please. Virus hyphen hoax dot com. It is thick. There is so much information there. Oh, and then I just got this dude's book. Vernon Coleman. Have you ever listened to this guy? Dude, yeah, I have. So I ordered his book. It's like why vaccines are not a, or why people wait, wait, why anyone who said vaccines are safe and effective is lying. That's like the title of the book. I mean, it's like, and I think it was like three bucks. So I just, I just love the way he puts things in his, his research and everything else. Um, I'm, I'm leaving out like crap load more, but dude, that's a great place to get started. Yeah. And then when you start following those people, go down their follows and go down and see who they're reposting and see and reach out to them. We're all like, that's what's so great, man. That's what they didn't. Who said it? Oh no, sorry. Dell big tree, high wire, uh, Dell big tree. You got uh vaxxed, you got pandemic Mickey wills, and you have uh, Dr. Andrew Wakefield and Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Andrew Wakefield made 1996, the act about vaccines. He's another one to follow who just, oh, Robert F. Kennedy and, and Children's Health Defense. Like, follow them as well. Um, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Those are good. Those are really good. Damn it. Yeah, Ooh. follow who they follow. Just, like, go down their thing and see who they repost. Yeah. And reach out to them. As I said, again, they, oh, oh, it's like us connecting to this whole thing. Andrew Wakefield literally said, he goes, what I did, this is what I was getting at, reposted it. What I don't think they quote counted on during this charade during this fake pandemic is the amount of connection being made and the education being done by us by the light work by by everybody everyone has now this downtime that we've slowed down and we're researching and digging and finding the information and we're connecting with people we normally wouldn't have we're we're waking up like they didn't i don't think they expected like to piss off the majority and not even piss off like like ignite yeah. and so that's what i see happening and why i can sleep at night in my in my opinion you know of how I see it. it's it's funny because you know for for a lot of the you know seemingly mild-mannered holistic crunchy hippie natural naturopath chiropractor sort of types of people uh they've lost their patience yeah <laughs> and um, this, there, there, I, I, you know, there's just a threshold at which people like people like the ones that you've just mentioned, yourself included, who have just like, just can't, just can't stand for it anymore. Just can't go along with it anymore. Um, are finding ways to be heard and seen. And, and, and in my, I mean, in my mind, podcasts are the number one platform for doing this. You know, it's you're, you're, you know, you're, you're not safe on YouTube. You're, right. you're, 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 
you're you're not really safe on Instagram. Um, no. But you know, if you publish on Libsyn and you're on Spotify and Apple Play and you know, um, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, there's when you when you publish out to those platforms and you're on, you know, eight, nine, ten different platforms. It's been interesting for for me to watch the you know the sort of uh, Brian Roses at London Real and you know David Rubin. Oh, gotcha. From the Rubin Report, you know, branching off and creating Ben Swan from yeah, I forget his platform. Uh, truth in media. Now there are these there there are these people that are branching off and creating their own media platforms to protect against censorship. And and I believe strongly that that's where the future of media is going because you know big big media mainstream media you know the big networks that your grandmother and my grandmother you know watched and and formulated their opinions and got their information about what was going on in the world were okay. 30 years and 40 years ago, they were okay. Yeah. Like probably fairly impartial, you know, reported the news, reported totally. the news, gave you the facts. And it's a sore spot for me. Cause I'm a, I'm a communication and journalism major. And I, I, and I double majored in, in just like how we learn. Right. And, and there are very few outlets that just report the facts anymore. And, uh, so in order for these, for, for, for information to pass through those sort of censorship, those, 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 those risks for deplatforming, I think that the future will, the, the future of the way that we consume media and the platforms on which we do that is going to change drastically. And so we just can't shut up. We just have to keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. Yes. Um, yes. In, in your, in your personal practice, you know, and the people that you see and that you treat, um, what's, what's sort of the general consensus? Does it come up in casual conversation? I mean, your people are coming into you and asking for yeah. you to touch them, right? Yeah. I assume some of them are wearing masks. I assume that you do, I don't know if you feel the need to sometimes wear a mask when you're, when you're, when you're working on folks, I mean, boots on the ground, what does that look like as far as, yeah. you know, a chiropractic clinic, like the one you run? Yeah. So, um, on my glass doors, there's two bumper stickers. One says not a pandemic. And the other one says our immune systems end pandemics in quotes. So as soon as you walk in, you know what I'm shooting at you. Like, you know where you stand. Uh, in March, I put things up like signage because I was going to play with the charade to stay open because I was quote unquote an essential business, whatever that means. Um, I did not participate in the masks or the or the gloves or any of that shit. I didn't buy into any of it. There were some clients that asked me, hey, do you need us to wear masks? Absolutely not. And here's why. And then we got into it. They're like, oh, I figured because I'd done the work prior to they already knew where they stood. So it almost was like this thing came up. It didn't. There were some that dipped off because they believed otherwise. And that's fine. That's fine. But I'm open. Hey, you open? Yeah. Hell yeah. We're going. Hey, are you controlling the numbers? Absolutely not. No. And I will hug you when you come in and we're going to connect and we're going to touch and we're going to get, you know, into it. Um, so my business has actually grown. More people are doing more and it's almost like an out, like they, they don't have as much opportunity in other areas of their life. So it's like, well, I'll go to TJ more often because I can't do the others. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's why I literally couldn't take this. My business has grown. My lifestyle has improved. 
technically like I'm doing pretty awesome throughout this charade, but then I'm like, no, I can't, I can't benefit from this shit. So that's why I'm trying to be so loud and like try to take that to do my part. Because if I just like was literally like a lot of people, "Ah, I'll just keep quiet and weather this thing. I could do that very well right now, but it wouldn't, it's not, it's not why I'm here. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's why I had to. So again, if somebody's coming in and we're talking like, so what is this? And it fosters those two bumper stickers and my shirts on the back says not a pandemic. It's worse. The other shirt says you heal you. The other shirt, our immune systems and pandemics with quotes. And that it starts conversations. Now, here's what people didn't understand. I would shoot out the, hey, check out questioning COVID, watch pandemic parts one and two. I would, I would put them onto these things because it's not. I can manipulate you because I'm giving you information that's from what I seem to agree with. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm kind of like the biased news for the other side, you know, so don't. But I'm like, don't take my word for it. Go, go research it. Go find out on your own and then let's have a a conversation. So initially it was all you. You're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, well, okay. And then shit started getting deleted and stuff started to get so grotesque that it's like, am I a conspiracy theorist now? Or is it just kind of like, because I've been called that for 20 years, right? Like believing that fat's healthy and like all these other things, the body can heal itself. How fringe of you, you know? (laughs) And so that's where it's come. But there's some great conversations. But the scary part is everyone tries to tie it to, oh, it's a fake pandemic. The election is going to they try to make it political, that political spin. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Holy shit. No. And then I bring them in. They're like, wait, what? This is no. The pandemic was this total guys. It's this whole other thing. No, no, it does not stop with that. It does not. And I'm literally speaking at them like they're walking off a cliff. And you're trying to pull them back and be like, no, God damn it. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like anybody can't save them. So I just have information around my office. That's Vernon Coleman's book, you know, the vaccine book. I got strategic relocation book you know, that just got gifted to me today, but you're going to see these books around my office. And it's like, holy shit, this is no joke. And someone wants to play the, what about this doctor that uh, Dr. Oz was driving, you know, with his hand on his dick with a mask on his face. And it's like, okay, like Dr. Oz, really? Is that what you're going to go with? Like, okay, counter that with somebody else. Like, of course he would. Why? Who owns him? Who do you sell out to? Right. Who's the, think about this. What Gupta do? My God, Gupta just named it right there. He's like 50% of the nation has pre-existing conditions. That's why these numbers don't, you just said the model fails. 50% of us are sick. You said it, bro. You're the head doctor. Fuck off. Like, yeah. get another. We need somebody else at the helm. Um, so, no, my practice has grown. People are coming in, and I really think they're wanting to start. I really think they're gravitating towards, and I'm not trying to, like, like brute authenticity or, or, or brute nakedness. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, you know. When you read my post, you know exactly what I believe. I, I hold nothing back and I'm now more vocal because there's a reason to be more that I feel like people are almost starved for that Yeah. in their, that they're coming to sort of get it 
get it in a manner and how I phrase it in my office. Like, I don't save you. I don't heal you. I don't do anything that does. No, you're the healer. You're the driver. You're the person that's going to stop this. Here's what we got to do. And we just keep, keep going. And every time I see people, it's new patients. It's old existing ones, no masks, no gloves, no anything. They're all starting to get awakened. But then I do hear some, I'm just going to be quiet. My wife and I are going to be quiet. We're going to let this pass. And I'm like, ah, I think that's what they want us to do is they want to like, they want this passive, docile, uh, easy opponent to just kind of roll in all this other shit, you know, mandated stuff and, 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 uh, some electrical stuff. So, um, that's, that's where my practice has gone there. Now, Dr. Joe, you asked me and I don't care, but I'll throw myself out there. Uh, what are state laws? I, I don't have any fucking idea, nor does it matter. Well, how are you practicing? If you guys want to shut me down and take my license away, I'll do the exact same thing. You just can't call me Dr. Tommy John, but I will do the same thing. You're going to have to board up my office and I'll just go right to my apartment and I'll run everything out. I, I'll literally figure out a way to, to execute my skills to what I'm doing to, to allow you to be in a better place to heal and survive because that's that we need that now more than ever. Just like we need these podcasts now more than ever. And we need that kind of stuff more than fucking ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no doubt that people like you uh, are going to right. make it work right. and will not stop and, and cannot stop because it would be inauthentic for you to just roll over and cave. And um, the the next couple of years are going to be really interesting as as more and more um, as more and more folks step up and understand what their purpose is and what they're here for and what they can contribute and whether or not they're okay with uh, with global forced vaccinations and uh, melted faces from 5G and um, um, digital currency that forces them only that where they can spend it only at at uh, sponsored um, online locations. I, I I think I have faith that we are going to be okay. <laughs> We're going to make it. It's going to be fine. And also, it's, it's probably going to get pretty ugly still. It's probably going to get uglier before it gets better. Um, <clears throat> as, as, I, as I tend to do, I don't know if you remember this from the first one, but the last question is a fill-in-the-blank question. And uh, you can take as – this can be based on anything and everything that you know. It doesn't need to be specific to um, you know, biological sovereignty. Um, this, can be, this can be anything. But um, fill-in-the-blank and elaborate as much as you like. Everyone would benefit from knowing. Everyone would benefit from knowing huh, that everything they need in this life, everything that's going to give them what they value, what they believe in, and what's necessary is within them. That if we go inside more than not, the answers are going to be there. No matter what happens outside of us within relationships or in the world or experiences or our perception of what's going on, it doesn't matter. The solution, the light, the lesson is going to be from the inside. So if we can understand that that's how we work best, that's how we better adapt and survive, that's how we become more resilient, that's truly how we heal and regenerate Anything they've named in the history of medicine or the history of psychological disorders or the history of accidents, that is what differ differentiates the human from anything else is our belief in that power 
that everything we have right now is within us. Dr. Tommy John, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. I love it, man. Thank you.